Okay, so this is episode three of Run It Back. Hello. Hello. We are a Valorant podcast, and we talk about Valorant. Uh, wait, okay. No, there it is. I thought for a second that I didn't have our, our names up. So, hi, I'm Flood. This is my buddy Cole, a.k.a. Silent Martyr. Yo, 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 yo. And then over here is my friend Nick, a.k.a. Major Blue. And for those of you who are only listening to the audio version of the podcast, I pointed. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) I pointed at myself and Cole in a very Brady Bunch style, and I think we were all successful in where we thought we were placed. I didn't point. I appreciate the audio listeners. Like, <laughs> I think about their side of the... Listen, listen, you know. I audio it. only in 2020. Get out of here. I'm the audio guy. <laughs> yeah, this is, this, is, uh, this is rated AO for audio only. <laughs> yeah, dude. All right, so the first thing that I wanted to talk about today was something that actually happened today. <laughs> so I was playing... Valorant earlier today I was playing ranked and right in the middle of my ranked game I was on defense side on Havana and we were winning and then I got (laughs) did I say Havana that's an overwatch map (laughs) oh my goodness Haven is what I meant to say oh no the overwatch is showing (laughs) on Haven and um, all of a sudden, my Sage player disconnects. Oh, no. And then I'm like, great. Now we have to deal with the DC for the rest of the match. Yeah, and it then, happens. It sucks, but right. not... Hmm. What happened immediately after that, less than a minute later, is that I get a Vanguard anti-cheat error on my screen, and then I get kicked from the game. So then I realize this is probably something that's happening to a bunch of people at the moment because it seems too much to be a coincidence that both me and Sage DC'd at the same time. So it took me maybe about, I don't know, two to three minutes to get back into the game. And when I did get back into the game, half of my team was gone, half the enemy team was gone, and everything was all sorts of... It became a 1v3 by the end. Yeah. When you had come back in. So... And then I checked other streams because I was watching Jay's stream and I was like, all right, let me investigate this a little bit. I checked a couple other like high level streamers like Kepri and a couple other guys and they were all similarly having like Vanguard boot related issues or like simply the game wouldn't, the game would crash or like it wouldn't start right. Yeah. Right. Jay, did you get uh, an error? Like you said, you got an error message on your screen, but did it give you like an error number or anything? Like, um, it error, might error have. I didn't stick around long enough to... to remember, only because I wanted to try and get back into the game as quickly as possible. Right, right. I saw the error message and I just closed the game and then tried to restart it. It took me, I think, two or three times trying to restart it before I was actually able to get back in. Hmm. But yeah, so uh, my point is with all of this is that yeah, what what. Let me. I guess I'll ask you because you had direct experience with it. What the fuck is going on? Yeah, <laughs> what, I mean, so Vanguard has always this Vanguard anti cheat, right? Which is a separate mm-hmm. piece of software that you need to have on your PC to run Valorant. So Riot can check to see if you are running other kinds of software that could be used to alter 
the way Valorant works, aka and cheating. At, and at this point, it's it's a well known thing that it's been like shutting down what are oftentimes essential software for running your computer, like things that allow you to check the temperatures of your, you know, components and diagnostic tools and stuff like that. So, and apparently also shutting down Valorant itself. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's what happened to me. So this happened, so I've seen this happen before, right? I've seen, I've been locked out of Valorant because of Vanguard error codes before. I've heard other people complain about it. I've heard other people complain about getting disconnected from the game because of Vanguard. But this is the first time that I've seen it happen on a server-wide basis like this. So many people got just kicked out of the game at the same time because of Vanguard anti-cheat. So my worry is how long until this gets fixed, right? Like, what is the fix for something like this? If this kind of goes back to what we were saying last last episode when we were talking about Vanguard anti-cheat and how Riot was so, so adamant in talking about how great their anti-cheat was going to be and how well it's going to keep cheaters out of the game. And not only is it not keeping cheaters out of the game, but now it's kicking very innocent players out of the game for seemingly yeah, no reason. It's preventing completely innocent people from playing the game at all and also shutting down diagnostic tools and all kinds of other stuff. Uh, Some things that are promising, right? Is that Riot pays attention. Uh, it is something that happened to a lot of people all at once. They recognized. They uh, put up when you go into game. We are aware that there there's like a a, a red exclamation mm -hmm. point that says we're aware. There's connectivity issues among other things. We're investigating. Um, you know, it appears as though they're on it, and we still have to remember that this is a closed beta, and a lot of this stuff is, you know, stress tests. It's figuring out. Okay, well, this is what works. This is what doesn't work. You know, listen, there might have been something that now that there's X amount of players all using the Vanguard at the same time, something happened that has not yet happened before because there simply have not been an, a, that many people utilizing Vanguard simultaneously. I don't know enough about on the back end, but what I do know is that they seemed very quick to jump in there to start trying to find effects. And because it's not yet fully released, I'm giving them a lot more slack um, as a company that really does seem to care about this anti-cheat working. Maybe breaking it a couple of times during closed beta isn't the worst thing in the world. Sure, of course. And that's true. And it's it's hard. It's, sometimes it's hard for me to, to remember the fact that the game isn't fully released yet just because we've been playing it for so long now, you know? Um, really good. Like I'm, I'm not a lot. Like aside from the Vanguard shit, like overall the game feels pretty fucking balanced. It feels close to full release, and I think a lot of the stuff now is stuff that we typically don't see behind the scenes. It's like we want to make this anti cheat work. We want to make a few other things work. Yeah, there are there there know? are still issues outside of Vanguard with the game. It's still pretty buggy. If I if I had to say. There was another there was another issue that happened to me earlier today that I forgot to mention when I was playing ranked before. I was playing ranked on I think it's Bind. Bind is the one with the teleporters, right? Yes. So I was playing Bind 
on CT side or defense, and I was defending A site as Phoenix, of course, and I took a bit of damage. I was I was sitting next to um, showers, and for those who don't know what showers is, that location on A site. If you're defending A site, that doorway all the way to the left of the site, that that hallway that leads into the doorway onto A site, that showers on the left side, and I was sitting right in that back corner, and I peeked showers, and I took some damage, so I backed off, and I think I think I got the limb, so I was kind of safe for a bit, but I did take damage. So what I did was I I went to go put up my firewall right next to that box that's right all the way shoved in that back corner that um, you can get onto the first level of it, any character can, but only characters like Jet and Raze who have a boost can get up to the top the top level of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I went to put my firewall between that little bench that's right there and that that box just so I can sit there next to it and heal myself before helping out whatever teammate that I had who was watching short. And as soon as I put my firewall, thinking that it was just going to go right next to that box and touch it and just be like a little sliver of firewall that I can heal myself with, the firewall disappeared. It was just gone. Is there so, a minimum lag to the firewall? No. No. It, it would still... It, there, there, I mean, there is a minimum length, but it would always show up as that minimum length. You know what I mean? It wouldn't just disappear. It wouldn't cancel the ability, and then your ability would just go away. I put up the firewall, and it it's almost like it just disappeared into that box. It was just gone. And I couldn't heal myself. My ability just disappeared. So, my point with all of this is that the game still has its fair share of issues, right? It's... Yeah, I mean, I think people are going to be finding bugs until, you know, a while or a while after the game actually releases. Yeah, and I still have I still have problems all the time with um, crazy FPS drops. Mm -hmm. So there, there's a lot of connectivity stuff where you see on the top right, or like you'll get into a game where all of a sudden everyone's got like double or triple ping than they're used to, or. I know a lot of times when I start, the first couple times I start might just error me out, and then I just need to restart. Yeah, a game's but crashed on me. About I'm, I'm, I'm kind of putting that into an umbrella of they kind of have a lot of stuff in a basket that they're mulling that they're mowing through. People are loving this game like crazy. It's during a time where a lot of people are still in quarantine or have been during this and are just playing like nonstop. Um, so I'm glad for the popularity, and I think with all these high-level people playing it and, like, abusing the shit out of it and, like, making all of that stuff public, you know, maybe not, like, something like that that may or may not be happening to a lot of people with firewalls disappearing or things like that, but I think a lot of the stuff that is getting exploited by these high-level streamers uh, or these more competitive players is... Uh, is being looked at and is being assessed to be completed hopefully by you know summer release a lot of this stuff is, is what they're saying yeah i mean that is the point of a beta at the end of the day but like i said it's just it's hard to uh it's hard to remember sometimes that it's still in beta because we've been playing for so long 
But right. It, it's like it's like this the 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 two sides of the same coin, right? You have ranked, but you also have a, a not totally finished game or a not totally polished game. Yeah. So I mean, Vanguard's going to have its share of issues, I think, and it's this is going to keep happening until they. Did they, you know, did they, has anybody noticed if they posted anything about what happened today on Twitter, on the internet, or anything? No. I'll look, into I'll, I'll look at Twitter, but like I said, the, the, the thing that I have relied on is the in-game message. Uh, let's see. Beginning tomorrow, oh, this is three hours ago, right okay. around the time. Uh, so four days ago, there was a hot fix, and then three hours ago. Beginning tomorrow, May 12th, all servers will be going down for our next patch. Uh, N-A-B-R-L-A-T-A-M queues down at 4.30 PT, back up at 10 AM PT. K-R queues down at 12 PT, back up at 5.30 PT. So it's basically just, and then they do it for EU too. So um, EU is down 6.30 So this is them just talking about server maintenance? So it is the next pack. It's it's the next patch uh, that they're putting into all servers. Okay. So in that patch, I'm assuming there's going to be possibly new content if they go that way, but mostly a lot of fixes. There there has been um, there has been things leaked. Like images of new gun skins, hasn't there been? Yeah, there's, yes. there's a couple of leaks that, like, as far as we can tell, are nowhere in the game yet, but have been like data mined. So, yeah, there's like code that will say something in relation to a skin that they want down the road, or like, there's some images for some, like the hype beast thing was found out about at the same time as the other skins, the Lux the uh the ronin the prism the avalanche the hype beast was found at the same time as all of those and it has not yet been released in the game that's the name of the skin hype beast yeah it's it's white purple and gold okay and it has i think guardian Uh, i could look it up but it has uh, a new set of skin It, it will most likely be the first new guardian skin which I'm excited about. Yeah, I know. I know how much you love your guardian. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm starting to use the Phantom and the Vandal more, right? And I'm getting you, but I just want to get used to many guns, right? Yeah, that's the same way. I don't want to one trick a character. I don't want to one trick a gun, right? If I if I have a shitty gun and I pick up a guardian in the middle of a match, I don't want to be like, oh, I don't use the guardian, so fuck I- me. That has happened to me, so yeah, I no, I I agree with that. Um, yeah. Well, talking nothing about wrong with, nothing wrong with the guardian. While <laughs> while we're on the topic of uh, new content, right? The next thing that I did want to talk about <clears throat> is all of the data mining that has been done to find interesting information in the game files, and this information has led to the discovery of multiple new potential agents in the game. So, 
particularly where we got this information from is from a YouTuber called Player IGN, right? And his videos are fantastic. He posts, I don't know where, I don't know how he does it. I don't know where he gets the information from. Yeah, I, I love <laughs> the magic that goes into like data mining. I have no idea, like I know what it is, right? It's looking through essentially the source code of the game to find out what you know potential updates are going to happen or new content or stuff like that but yeah it's like it, god bless the people that sit there and parse through all that information so people like us don't have to a, <laughs> yeah they put it into a nice digestible youtube video so i can watch a video and be like yeah this is cool well i mean uh, the other god thing bless. too is that they have it's not just like here's a thing that says under the skins folder something something it's like they have actual audio files where there are in characters that exist right now right voice lines to characters that do not yet exist in the game right exactly yeah. and that's that's, that's what i wanted to talk about that is what i yeah. wanted to talk about specifically so um we will put a link to player ign's youtube channel that you could go and you should go and subscribe to because his videos are incredible um, we'll put that in the YouTube video description for this episode. But specifically, I wanted to talk about some of the things that were found in the the files. So, the first character that was discovered through data mining is called, potentially will be called, Bombshell. Now... There are, like you were saying, Nick, there are references to this character in the game files that are not, that are in the form of voice lines, right? And a few of these characters um, have references that are in the form of voice lines, but they're voice lines that aren't in the live version of the game currently, but are hidden away in files somewhere that you can find if you know how to do the data mining, right? So, Bombshell is a character that according to player IGN and the information that he found could potentially be an engineer type character similar to the engineer from TF2 or even Torbjorn from Overwatch, right? Um, there are voice lines that I heard from the video specifically ones that I wanted to point out that were, are being said by Jet that refer to his physical appearance and say she in the voice line she's making fun of his height saying yeah, that he's short like tiny tiny engineer man or something like yeah, that yeah she 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 says that he's short that he wears funny pants and <laughs> something else right so it kind of leads you to believe that the character might visually represent somebody like Torbjorn from Overwatch. Now, the the thing that intrigues me about that specifically is that all of the character models in the game have the same hitbox, right? I'm pretty sure that is the case. As far as I'm aware, yeah. Yeah, all of the characters in the game do have the same hitbox. They're the same height. They have the same size hitbox. So I can't imagine that they're going to release a character in the game that is a different size. Oh, that's a good I didn't think about that. Right? That, that was something that I was considering. Here, here's another thing, too, though, is that they could very easily have this person be on some kind of a mechanic, in a mechanical suit or with too. some kind of mechanical legs. 
are uh, what, there are characters. That's true. It, it, now this is pure speculation, and I haven't heard this. I've looked at a couple things. I haven't heard this before, but um, the first part I absolutely have because it's in the video. Uh, the audio, the another audio line is in reference. It's coming from Breach, and it's in reference to them potentially. They know each other, so the the, the first part is people think that they used to be or currently are some kind of a duo, right? That expands the lore, mm -hmm. that gives people connections to other people. That's really cool. What I'm thinking is maybe there was something that happened during their last heist that caused him to possibly need some kind of prosthetics or something that he engineered and therefore will be a similar height or the same height as everyone else. Whereas before he was just like a short dude, but would they reference height to someone who has prosthetics on? Maybe not. I don't so, know. It's possible. I can see them. I can see his character, like the visual design of his character, having some kind of, you know, mechanical suit that changes his height and the way he moves and whatnot. As long look, as long as the character's hitbox is the same. I, I can't yeah, like there's I no agree. way that they that's would the, that's the most important thing right like, yeah like raise is a child kind of right raise is like a teenager and raise is the same height as like fully grown adults in the game also right. the the robot is the same exact size as the humans and there's no yeah there's no so reason like, for that to be the case either so yeah. Like, other than yeah hit, hit reg has to be consistent among characters i, I think I think Riot cares That's a lot about the competitive scene, and I think putting a character in there who is like seventy-five percent height would fuck up. Like they just wouldn't be allowed to be in comp, or something would have to happen. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, like I, I doubt that's going to be the case. Something like that. How does that work in Overwatch? Does everyone has a different hitbox. Yep, it's just the hitboxes are different from character to character. Every character is different size. Every character has a different has a different hitbox. <laughs> I don't trust like that. I didn't even put two Listen, and two I, together until just now, but yeah, I don't trust yeah. like that. Now. That's how it's always <laughs> I mean, been, yeah. I I, I kind of like that in the respect that like it it increases the skill ceiling. It gives you obviously like you have to think about who you're aiming at when you're aiming at them, right? And I kind of like the fact that there are different weak spots, right? You're not always just aiming for the head, and the head isn't always in the same. Most the of the time, are, you are. It's just right, everyone's head is in head, a different spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's kind of interesting. Um, but I don't know. I I almost the more I think about it, I I would I would kind of respect that. Like it, it's almost a ballsy play to include a character that is like seventy five percent, like hit box or, height. I don't know. It's kind or, of or less. Who knows? It's kind of gimmicky, think... but like there's plenty of gimmicky things already going on. So maybe it's worth a shot. It could be fun. I mean, my thing is, obviously, this isn't CS. There's a lot of different stuff, right? It's, it's an amalgamation of a lot of stuff like that, right? But it feels pretty fucking close to CS a lot of the time. And to switch something so fundamental as that, you'll get a lot of people mad, probably high-level people. Plus, when you're comparing Overwatch to a game like this, Overwatch is such a more vertical game. Like, you have a Pharah who a good Farrah can essentially stay in the air the entire game, mm. right? If they're good enough, you just know how to do that. Whereas there is no character where that would ever be allowed 
in this and if you're jet and you're just flying around you're gonna get punished badly immediately like there's right. no so i think that it's not a vertical enough game for you to be playing with angles like that whereas if you already have people who are just flying up into the air then where your head is matters a lot less anyway that's very right? true yeah yeah so there was other uh a little bit more information about this character that was talked about like i said um potentially an engineer type character like a builder and it was said that this character may be able to build a turret now if the turret the only way i can imagine a turret working in a game like this is similar to the engineer turret from tf2 or torbjorn's turret from overwatch right just an auto an auto aim turret that deals damage to you when you are in its los so what would you guys think about an ability like that in a game like this? Like being able to create a turret that, you know, is essentially an auto-aim mechanic. I mean, if it is auto-aim, I think that's like just nonsense. <laughs> I think it yeah. has no place in the game. I think I, I could be totally wrong and maybe, you know, I mean the 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 situation that comes to mind for me is bastion from overwatch right like pe people are like how are we ever going to play against him he's a turret but then like you just figure out ways to play against it right like so i don't know um i i kind of like the idea if he's got a turret that you can like place it down a la cypher's camera you put it somewhere in a spot but then you also have to control it and you can't control your character and the turret at the same time that was another that was, thing that i was considering as well but yeah, that was any idea. any kind of like auto aim mechanic it, it, has no place in this game i it would be it's gonna, so broken it's not it's going to come down to if they do some kind of auto thing which everything else in the game they've done similarly has not been auto it's been like that cypher's camera Sova's drone. drone. Yeah, that's what I'm like. About. It's you have to point at a specific thing and shoot with it and like do all that. Like it takes some level of skill and positioning and not putting yourself in an exposed spot. You know, so that would that would all make a lot of sense. You could hold off a choke. You could even threaten by putting the turret there, depending on kind of what it looks like and how like how much damage it does. Right. But if you have any sort of auto thing, that'll be such a like low tier pub stomp yeah. that you're just gonna have to from like iron um, to gold, you're just gonna have to auto lock that every time, right? Un unless there's like some way that you can have it respond to smoke walls and stuff like that. Like if you block off its line of sight with a smoke, it, then it won't detect you auto through it, and it can't auto aim to you, so you can still pass it safely. Right, so if it works like that, that could be really interesting. And maybe like because it's the turret, it's it's obviously already a very imposing thing on the map. So maybe it does like it's really weak or something like that, and it's more of a a visual threat and a, and an information gathering tool. That could be kind of cool. Yeah. The way I'm looking at it is that the game is like it's not fast the way tf2 was right so it doesn't make sense for the engineer to be a builder in that respect where he's placing stuff on the map 
and then picking it up and moving it around and placing it in other places. Maybe that would work. I just, well, that, I that's what that. Cypher does anyway. He has to pick up his drops and move them. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm thinking about playing. I don't know. Maybe maybe it will work. I, I was thinking it would operate just on like gut check reaction. I was thinking it would operate, like you're saying, very, very similarly to the way that people play Cypher. Just... I don't know how that would work because you would. I, I'm just thinking because Cypher's camera is specifically a camera, right? But you can't look through a turret's eyes as another player. That, right. that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So no. I'm just trying to figure out how that would. Unless the character has like a pair of goggles that he puts on and then it, you know what i'm saying like yeah who knows technology link between mm -hmm. vr right like that's an easy way of doing it like... i would like it if it was something where he throws down the turret and he has to like essentially ping a target to fire upon right basically okay. you have to like make visuals and if you fire on them the turret will also fire on a similar target within a set range. That could work because that's using your utility in the right way and you can create your own flanks. The only thing I would that, hope that is very that would be, the only thing what I would hope with a turret mechanic like that is that the turret would deal significantly less damage than any gun in the game. Right? Oh, it, there would be no way that it could like kill you as quickly here. as as you know just a uh, rifle like the stinger as long as it fires like the stinger mm. then everyone will be fine <laughs> oh gotta fire like the guardian because it's worse oh game, my right? god <laughs> get out of here all right so the next character that was discovered through data mining is a character that m may potentially end up being called crusader now the only information about this character is that um she's likely female from the the um character portrait that was discovered along with it and that she potentially uses some kind of shield as her ability now i wonder if that means that she is going to have some kind of close range melee aspect to her with this shield almost like a Captain America style character, right? Or Brigitte. True, like Brigitte from Overwatch, her her stun. That, that was my immediate re reaction to the Crusader stuff. Uh, is if there is some kind of an offensive shield capability, it would feel a lot like her. Yeah, that's true. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. but. So I mean, listen, me everyone in this game has equal opportunity to have offensive firepower, right? Because it's all about yeah. guns. That's right. that's the way it's supposed to work. So Absolutely. if there's going to be a shield character, I think it's going to be defense oriented, right? Because the offense comes naturally with the game. So you think a character that may potentially have be able to block weapon be... fire? Yes, I think it would be more akin to a breach style character where they've got 
like displacement moves and and stuns, maybe like a shield bash. Uh, but yeah, I, I almost and again this is <laughs> this is based on absolutely nothing. Uh, but I I almost envision a character that has like a riot shield. Thinking back to like the Call of Duty days, right? And you push oh, you up. Plant it? You do the oh, plant. yeah, or, yeah, you can plant it to block off a lane, or like you use it to push up. I'm thinking like, like uh, a on on bind when you're trying to push like to the teleporter to go to hookah. You use the riot shield to push up. You plant the riot shield in the ground. You all go to the telly. I don't know, something like that. And then the okay. utility is used for like displacement and stuns. So and in in the video, too, right? in the video, there was a description for a potential ability that involved throwing the shield. Okay, that's quite interesting. So there could that's be some kind of offensive better. use of the shield in, in that way. Whether it deals damage or maybe just stuns, who knows. The, the other thing that may come to mind as Crusader, and wasn't there also some leaks about a potential character with a sword which could be i think that was yeah that was the same one yeah so you may have some kind of a like heavy offensive i don't know about a melee i don't know about a melee man what if there's a character like that who has a better melee Mm. than somebody else or similarly like a backstab that does 1.25 times. Or Even then, though, I feel like the, a character do instant kill, though. Like, yeah, a backstab is an instant with kill. Armor? Yeah. Yep. If you if you right click them in the back, they die. It just that's it. The whole Open point armor. with 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 Valorant, though, the reason why using the knife isn't good is because getting that close to somebody before they kill you is near impossible, right? Exactly. Unless you have a shield. Mm, I see. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. And and that <laughs> is when that is when we start we begin to get into the territory of a character yeah. that is broken. You know, yeah, that's when we start to get into the the Brigitte you know Overwatch, the kind of character that it's like, this character can just walk at me and I can't uh, do anything about it. And then they get in my face and kill me, everyone would riot. At riot. Yeah, no pun intended. <laughs> the the other uh, thing too, though, about an Overwatch character coming out versus a uh, character in a game like this is that there is no health discrepancy. Every character in Overwatch has different health and shields true. and armor. They're all different values, right? Mm-hmm. So, well, shield the works the same way as regular health does. It just regenerates itself, but armor reduces all instance of incoming damage by five and regular health is regular health so one would think it would be easier to balance when those values have to be at 100 health and max 50 armor right now let's say you have a character like that who could give someone 50 armor in the middle of a match or let's not even say 50. Let's say they can give you half a half armor, a half buy in the middle of a match if you lose your armor. That could be a character trait, and that would not be broken. An ability be- that 
a character like a passive ability that let's say you that messes armor. with the economy i don't know they could give you 25 armor to a teammate as one ability oh giving out armor mm-hmm. yeah i mean a crusader a shield person I, I don't remember where, but I did hear speculation at some point in time about a character that somehow has the ability to fuck with the other team's economy. I thought that was extremely cool. I have no Ooh. idea how they would implement that, but I know I heard like that. Like a Monopoly, the, the, the <laughs> Mr. Moneybags? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you go into a, you go into a mini game that, that pauses like, the main game and you have to play Monopoly, was, like a full game of Monopoly. Spawn and you just take like money from their spawn the more we can make this game like mario party the better i think it's gonna be for everyone in the long run i, think that's I mean the game we've all really been waiting for. Oh, dude, the money gun you get like a one-shot sniper rifle money gun. If, you hit, if you hit you take 500 dollars from them Bruh, that would be so amazing broken. oh my god oh dude no he He's got like a he's got like a fishing pole, and he just if he snags you, he takes. Like, <laughs> he just hooks your back pocket and pulls out your wallet. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, the pickpocket character. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude. There, he's like the I mean, spy from TF2, but all he does is steal your wallet. Dude, I I know I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but uh, there's a dog bot character that got mined what if the dog bot just runs up on you and steals your money so let's talk about that for a quick second because i actually didn't write that character down specifically because there wasn't that many that much information revealed on it and it seemed very like very very uh speculative i think there's a couple of bark like sound files right exactly the only thing that was found was the name dog bot and some sound files that sounded like a dog howling. So, Which, again... Like, I mean, that's enough to speculate. But so. then, Im- imagine this, though. A character shaped like a dog in a game... <laughs> in a game where every hitbox needs to be consistent across it's every funny, character. Every time... I think about one of these new characters, I don't think about the size discrepancy. I'm just like, yeah, that would be pretty cool. But... As soon as I see that in a match, I'm like, nah, this has to leave. <laughs> right? Um, I don't think they could do it. However, however, the name is Dog Bot. So imagine right. yes. <laughs> it is a robot Equally that just awkward. has a dog head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What, what, what I, was I, I think that's a lot more likely than, than anything else. I think no, that what, would what, be what, hilarious, and I hope they do it. Yeah. I would love that, but what I was thinking is that Dogbot is a companion or an ability for for another character. That was another thing that I was considering as well, kind of like uh, Bot Buddy that Raze has, her little Roomba that explodes when she throws it out, right? Something akin to that. I, I, I think, let, let's, I mean, can I, can I do this, Jay? Can I just say there are six characters who have not come out yet that have been data mined. I think we should say them, right? Right. So the yeah. the next there's this is perfect because the next two characters actually don't have that much information on them, but there is a character named Sabine who yeah. who has a lot of voice lines in the game that were found that reference this character. A lot of other 
currently existing characters in the game um, reference Sabine in voice lines as if they were having a conversation with her, right? And the the uh, the only information that we have on her is that she is some kind of vampire related character. Uh, one of the voice lines, I think. I don't remember if it was Omen. There's a, there's a character that references Sabine and says something along the lines of, she can only suck your soul when you're dead, right? So that's very ominous in and of itself. But what do you think, like, your opinion on a character like that would be? Because we have no information on, on what she might do other than that she sucks your soul. What could that possibly do? Yeah, could, yeah, and that right, she's that maybe a vampire. So I, I, I've seen a lot of speculation online, and I don't know if this is speculation or if it's backed by much, but I've seen things mentioned of her abilities being sucking both armor and health for her own, and her ult being somehow related to draining life when enemies get too close. Okay, so, so that, like like a life drain ability, something in the sense of stealing not just yeah, removing not just dealing damage but taking health hp and or armor and giving it to yourself yeah okay um we and... i mean we already have heals in the game right so we can't so we know that that is a thing that riot is willing to do if you take damage you can get that health back so who's to say there can't be a character that does both at the same time it also says she's a former nurse, and she is believed to be close to Omen. There was an Omen voice line that was that was. Um, yeah, they he said s- something about look at the monsters we've become. Right, he know, says like, something about at least you have flesh to hide your your horrors. Or something right, like he's that. he's Someone he also else- says he also says you used to use your abilities to yeah. heal, and yeah. now implying that she uses it for evil or something or other. And then there, there's another interaction that Phoenix says, I'll crush her radiant heart, which to me is is a reference to Radiantite, right? Right. The Radiantite. Mm, so she may be using Radiantite as a vessel to extract life. I think the idea about the, the lore behind Radiantite in general is that it is some kind of essence that exists within the planet that they live on that grants these powers to these characters in the game right so everybody's after it that's the that's the idea right so th- there's this constant war over this magic power granting essence that exists in inside this planet and, and this, oh i'm sorry you go i was just gonna say and the the idea of planting the spike and w- what the spike does essentially is mines the radianite as if you're taking oil out of the earth right mm-hmm. yeah, and that's that's the the lore of the back and forth of the game yeah um a quick back to um dogbot uh, i'm not going to click on it right now but there's a link that i'm looking at right now that says this voice line clearly shows a lycanthrope character uh, a lycanthrope is a werewolf. A werewolf, yeah. Uh, so it may be bipedal, 
with movement abilities that will put you on all fours. I mean, if they're willing, if they're willing to put a vampire in the game, who's to say they won't put a werewolf, right? That's the thing. It's it's very similar thematically. Future vampire, future werewolf is a robot. Like it's all in line with that. It's all here. All, yeah. <laughs> We've got it all here. All, all right here. <laughs> um. So the the last character. And this is the most interesting one to me. The last character that was found is a character potentially named Shatter. And the reason why this is the most interesting one to me is because this one actually has a character model that exists in the files, in the source code, whatever it is of the game already. And Player IGN, who is the YouTuber who found all this information, um, in his video, he shows a screenshot of this character model of shatter and he visually his skin is blue and he looks like he's made of rocks he has a horn on his head but otherwise looks like he would be the same hitbox as all of the other characters in the game now the only other piece of information about him is that he may be able to one of his abilities is he may be able to create a decoy of himself that potentially can also deal damage in the form of an explosion to enemy characters. So what do you think about a character that can create a decoy? I like that. I also heard that the decoy may not be breakable or that you can, like you're saying, break it upon like request only essentially. So you don't think you'd be able to shoot it and deal damage to it? As if it... You, you, you may be able to, but I had heard in a couple of spots that it may not be able to be destroyed by somebody else. Hmm. That, I don't know. I feel like side, it, it, depends on, it depends on how the ability works, right? It depends on exactly what the decoy does. If... Maybe the re the way you find out that it is a decoy is you shoot it and it doesn't go anywhere, right? It's like, okay, that's not Shatter, that is his decoy. That could be the... Right, go ahead. Pass there, through could be, it or something. there could be two decoys. He, his ability could be decoy-based, one of which could like hurt you but be destroyed. The other one, if you shoot it, could fuck you up, right? Like, it's like, <laughs> you cool. have to assess the situation, the decoys look similar, and it's like, either you get close to one, and maybe it runs at you and explodes, or you have or, to activate here, or something? Here's the thing, the, the decoy runs at you and doesn't explode, unless you shoot it. Right, so you get punished Ooh. for reacting to the decoy. <laughs> That's what I think it's gonna be. That's interesting. The, also, That's the textures I saw of him, it doesn't look like he has a fucking face. Now, he could be textured a face in later or whatever. Right. That's that's what I that's what I believe the case is. Decoy, the decoy is going to have like googly eyes on it. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. I mean, listen. He just what, has a t-shirt on that says not a decoy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, a nice character is sick. Um, it says the the shatter has two abilities, the icons of which have been data mined as clone underscore explode and decoy underscore shatter underscore de deploy. There it is. 
So okay, very interesting. Now, yeah, I, I like that a lot. I I see it working the same way that raises boombot works, right? Like you send it down a lane, and either somebody fires at it because they don't know it's the decoy, and then you know where they are, and like there's some damage potential, or you send it down a lane and it doesn't like nothing happens, and then you know you're safe to push, and then you get shot in the side of the head, or yeah, what what I heard was that the decoy creates an explosion. So I wonder if similarly to the boom bot, you send it onto a site and then enemy in turn reacts to it and shoots it, but is punished in the way that if you shoot it and destroy it, it explodes and deals damage in a perimeter. It like zaps you or something. Right. So you the boom bot, you have to shoot it before it explodes, right? If it's coming at you, you have to shoot it before blows up but i wonder if this decoy you you might see shatter and second guess shooting at him from time to time because if you're too close to him when you do it might be his decoy and might blow up and damage you you. end up you could end up killing one of your teammates potentially yeah I, i think that opens up a lot of room for like you know high skill ceiling stuff it's pretty interesting yeah i could Um, see an ability working like that he also does mention two more characters now the other one i'm not going to really talk about much it all it says is a spiritual mystical power based character with white plated hair shaped to the side big earrings purple jumpsuit heels tattoos on her forearms and she's holding in her hand a ball of energy that's dripping a little bit all over the place Nobody has seen or data mined her yet. But the character that we do have intel on is Jewel, an an electricity-based scientist character who has a shock grenade and a seeker bolt uh, already mined. So an electricity-based kind of stun character could be pretty sick. They're, the only character in the game that currently has any sort of stun right now is Breach, correct? Unless I'm forgetting something. There's the shock hour of Sova, but that's not a stun. It doesn't it's stun, just it just deals damage. So right, I, think, I think that's the only stun as far as I can remember. I could see something like that, like a, like a shock stun, because we know that they're willing to put stuns in the game because they already exist, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so something the, along uh, the lines of a dart that you shoot similar to Sova's dart but if you get caught in the AoE it stuns you for I can't imagine it being too long right short the, period the of time wire is a sort of it's like a movement stun, oh that's right? true yeah that's when fair. when you walk through it you have to destroy it or or you you get fucked up you you actually do get stunned actually yes yeah yeah but that's that's situational so the the one, th- the one last thing that I wanted to discuss with Shatter is that because he is the only character that um, an actual character model was found for, it kind of leads me to believe that he is going to be one of the, the characters that are closer to release, right? A character that could be one of the, the launch characters, one of the two that we know that we're getting right now because he's the character that has m- the most information that was able to be found in the game files. So, what other kind of character 
out of all I mean I guess out of the ones that we have so far what other character would you like to see show up on launch uh, assuming that Shatter is going to be one of them like out of all these characters which one do you think sounds the most exciting I think for both Sabine I'm very interested to see how that kit will work and I think that we have enough intel on her that she could be the sec the, the, the other right we're getting two more I think that Sabine uh, and uh, um, and either Shatter or possibly the uh, engineer type character are my guesses for the two of the, the, the two that's the one uh, rumored to be called bombshell right now I've never been really like an engineer type Torbjorn type you know like guy like that but vampire person i mean i'm all the fuck over yeah well nick we were talking earlier and i'll put this on the record early uh i think people are like i think once people figure out how to use viper's alt in a better way they're gonna realize how like how insane the uh the dk mechanic is oh yeah. like think about it you know Armor is basically what wins or loses you rounds. So the fact that there's an ability in the game that effectively negates the other team's buying something, yeah, that's 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 huge. Like that's that's what you're that's half of what you're trying to do in the game is ruin the team's the other team's economy by making them rebuy armor and rebuy guns, right? And that kind um, of I just wanted to go back to what we were saying before because that's that's interesting that you put it that way, right? You can think of you can think of Viper's ultimate as a way to negate or mess with the enemy team's economy. So who's to say there couldn't be a character like what we were discussing right. a potential for before who could do that in a more direct way? Because exactly. you, if if you think about it, it Viper's ultimate and in, in addition to other other abilities in the game kind of does that already in its own weird roundabout way. So yeah, why, like you said, it's not a direct, uh, direct mechanic, but like the 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 outcome is the same. Yeah. Who's to say that they're not going to release the fisherman who steals your wallet from your back pocket and then you don't have yeah. credits next round? <laughs> something along, or like if if you get killed by that character, it it like gives that character double money per kill, and then that way you can drop guns to your your teammates more often something like that you know that would um, be amazing <laughs> yeah anyway jump back um no i didn't even think, I think of that i think the rest of viper's kit is unfortunately terrible as it is right now like the molotov the poison puddle molotov thing like just doesn't do any damage the wall it's good the wall and the grenade like they're good for blocking lines of sight but people will just walk through them like they're not at, they're not a deterrent the same way phoenixes are because they don't deal direct damage and and the decay regenerates fairly quickly so if you're quick about going through it then it's it's not that big of a deal um and i i think what happens a lot now is people save the viper alt for a post plant which is not a terrible idea but i think that's the wrong way to use it because when you get to the post-plant situation, most people are going to not have their armor anyway if they're still alive at that point, right? Yeah. So 
I'm not entirely sure what the correct way to use Viper's ult is, but I think there's something really sneaky that that can happen there, where like you use it to negate the fact that you're on an eco round by negating the other team's armor. I don't know how that would work. Like, you know, who knows? Like, the I'm, only I'm, I'm thing thinking of a situation like where the team collapses on B site on Haven, the middle site, and like you recognize that that's happening, so you sage wall behind them to lock them in B site, and then hit the Viper ult. So they can't back out, and then they have no armor, and they're all fucked. That's right? true. But like, it's such a specific context, and you gotta have a team that's ready to do it. And like, right. So there... I, I just think it's a matter of time, but people are gonna figure that out. I I, I agree with you. the The reason why I think it is very difficult to pull off something like that is specifically because Viper's ultimate isn't movable. Right. Once you use it, you it's in an area, and that is the area that you have to utilize its effect in it's not something like a cypher cam that you can pick up and put somewhere else or one of his traps or something like that you know so the reason why it's used in the way that it is right now um to once the bomb goes down or the spike goes down on a site and you're you're usually using it to you plant and then you pop the ult right on a site the reason why it's used that way is because once you use it that's it, and it only covers roughly the size of a single bomb site. Mm -hmm. So it's very difficult to find good use of it in other areas because if you use it before exactly. the bomb the bomb goes down, the other team could be you like, "Well, exactly, like, we're like not going to this site." Leave. Exactly. Just close your eyes. So, <laughs> um, yeah, no, but exactly, I think once teams get better at the coordination thing and you start seeing sage walls go behind teams and viper ults come in on top of them while they're trying to push into a site that's going to be dope um the reason i brought any of that up is because uh me and nick were talking earlier and we were talking about the lifesteal mechanic and i thought that might be really cool if somehow like a character could do an aoe thing similar to Viper's ultimate where anyone that gets stuck in the cloud, their health goes down and it all goes back into you, your player character. And it I don't know. I, I think that lifesteal mechanic would be really, really dope. So I'm kind of super excited to see what they do with that. What if it's like a, like a, like a dart or something like that? Like an injection, you know? You shoot <laughs> an injection at them and it steals life. I think that was a mechanic in tf2 i think the sniper had that i haven't played enough tf2 to know that. but but be wrong. yeah essentially a life sapping dart right it's like a one shot it's an ability so you have to be precise but if you hit it you get armor back you get something back in a crucial way that could be sick like it's basically you could switch to it quick you have this like dart thing you pop it and then it's a quick switch back but like if you hit, it's sick. It's like Anna's sleep dart, right? She pulls out her little side pocket gun. Yeah. Yeah, I could see something like that. Um, so I'm very excited for new characters either way though, to see how like it shakes up the meta, to see how I just they want to yeah, try really like new mechanics in an yeah. FPS shooter. Yeah. Really neat. Even if they're like 
weak and gimmicky, I think it's worth to try it. Like, it, it's right. interesting because Cypher obviously is not weak. He's extremely strong. Like, he's an extremely powerful character. Um, but it is also very gimmicky. Uh, but it works in a cool way. Yeah, I mean, I love... I, I realized before how much... Like, I, I know that Cypher is a strong character, but it wasn't until um, that that same match that I played earlier where everyone actually got disconnected. Before the disconnect happened, I had a uh, Cypher on my team, and he was just solo holding down a site every round. And, mm. and we were on uh, Haven, right? So we got to... Two stack on B and two stack on C because yeah, he you, was a that's he, how you play cipher, man. He was a good cipher player. He the first thing he said, I went to go help him on A. He was like, Don't worry, I got A, I got A locked down on my own. So I was like, Okay, I'll I'll just double stack B. And he he had A held down real good. So Cypher yeah, no, that is that is the correct way to play Cypher. Uh yeah, we'll try that. It, I, it, I, it requires I, you kind of like do your homework and you have multiple ways of setting up on the bomb site so you don't get too predictable right so you're not just throwing your traps in the same spot and getting your camera shot immediately at the right. beginning of every round but yeah if uh, Nick go ahead because I know what you're about to talk about man you were killing it the other day so I was I was killing it I've been trying cypher a lot more in serious shredded, ways dude. after seeing good cyphers play um, I mean A is viable there but I think C is a safer hold you can get angles on double doors and see long on that particular map. You can get angles on double doors and see long. You can help out with double doors, although you should still have someone floating, right? And then you can stack essentially two at B with a floating on double doors if they come in that way, although I'll still have a trip there. And then I've got camera and eyes on both sides at C, and then you can go 2A, 2B. Because I feel like they do push A a lot, and if I'm not, like, amazing at killing, right, I'll just pin them, and then the rotate will take too long. So if you have two at A, two at B, and then I can hold down C solo, I think that's probably the the, the better play for someone who's less experienced or less good at the shooting aspect, like me. Um, and in the rotate, it'll give you guys a ton of time, because B is just right there. It's interesting that you mention that, because... The specifically what I was talking about before with the cipher player that was on my team that match that I played, I noticed every time um, the enemy team did push A, and he was solo holding A, he'd have his camera up, he'd have his trap set, but when he confirmed that the enemy team was committing to A, he would back out through CT side and wait for the rotate. He wouldn't hold his position on heaven or long wherever he was staying. As soon as he saw the enemy team, he backed out through CT side, that little tunnel area, and waited oh, yeah. for the. He called it and waited for the rotate, and then we would all engage on the site together. So he wouldn't sit there and try and get, you know, a couple of uh, early picks before they full committed. He was he would back off, and then we would all retake at the same time. Good yeah. man. Or uh, Cole and I, actually, we didn't say this. Cole and I got ranked. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah, that's right. Uh, you guys did get ranked. I forgot that we Cole did. And that I got ranked <laughs> between uh, the hours there... of midnight and yeah. sunrise. Um, on two up. of the maps in a row, I played Cipher on Split, and I protected B solo, 
while the rest of my team handled mid and A. And they really didn't... I mean, they would come B sometimes, and I would be behind uh, Heaven, essentially, with all my traps set. It would delay them. I would call. I would call the hard push. Yeah, and then what you would call. Then, you would call for then, support. Usually, I was playing, like mid towards yeah. your side, and then whenever he'd call it, I was Sova. I'd go in and I'd throw a shock dart, and then yeah, they I would, would just wait never for the try shock again. Dart. I would wait for the rest of the team, and then we would come in together. So I was never putting myself at any sort of risk, and they really didn't. I mean, even if they did know I was back there, I was right. They they to... had to assume that you were back there because your traps were close right like right. so um but at the same time yeah exactly like theoretically at that point in the round hopefully you're at a numbers advantage and then you just work the trades and you win right yeah i, I would it doesn't really off. matter if they know you're there if they can't kill you yeah, then exactly. you you know just bait and out then... that utility count to three and then go <laughs> yeah. and you can get some really like non-glitchy, non-buggy cameras, like, can still be completely sick. Especially yeah. in lower tiers, obviously, like, I'm not doing any kind of gigabrain cameras yet, but I'm putting my cameras in, like, pretty decent spots where I can see heaven and I can see garage, same time. Similarly, on C, I can see uh, double doors, garage area, and I can see uh, long at the same time on uh, th three bomb. So it's I mean, gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see. I wonder I wonder if this will this will end up being a thing. But once like like way down the line when um, you know metas are really heavily established and um, you know esports Valorant esports are in full swing and we see pro players who who really really have a tight grasp on the game. I wonder if you're gonna see. Um, uh, site takes where a team will push a site and the first thing they all do is tap in different locations where they expect a camera to be like all at the same time. You know what I mean? <laughs> Everyone rush a site and be like, we need to, first thing we need to do is find the Sova camera. So they'll all rush a site and everyone will like shoot at a different spot where they'd expect the camera to be until someone breaks it and then push the site or something like that. You know, I could just see really high level um, coordinated strats like that happening at some point it'd be cool to see but similar to the traps there's one thing that I just kind of thought of that I would love to see although it may be too broken is like it allows a single person to go past but then it shuts it down for enemies like basically a gate trap that will close behind somebody and seal them into a specific area like I think something like that would be pretty unique. I don't know if it would be... You you, you mean wait for somebody to push a site and then trap behind them so they can't retreat? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying that the trap itself, once somebody goes across, unless they know it's there, they can go and then back out and then it will close. But once somebody has crossed the threshold, it will close behind them after like let's say oh you're saying time. like as a potential ability that could be introduced into the game at some point yeah kind of like uh like and a sage wire, wall then... a sage wall but something that trips automatically exactly like a sage wall that blocks a certain space if you cross a certain threshold only after one person has crossed that's that's when you you pop the uh 
the Viper ult. Right? <laughs> they walk yeah, through. You grab someone on site and then you just fuck them up. Yeah. All right. So the the very very last thing that I wanted to talk about is we've been talking about new characters that could potentially be at launch or somewhere down the line after the game comes out. But we know that the game is slated to release officially this summer. And we know that along with the two new characters that are confirmed to be releasing with the launch of the game, there is also going to be one new map. And I don't believe that this is 100% confirmed yet that this is officially the map that is going to be at launch. I don't think there's an official official right but this this is like likely from from the information that that we've gathered this is likely going to be the launch map and the map is called or at least codenamed currently ascent and from the the artwork and everything that we've seen with the map so far it looks like it is themed around venice the city of venice and I know we were talking about the um, the potential, right? So every every map in the game, right, specifically said that they don't want to ever release a map that without purpose, right? A, a map that doesn't have its own unique uh, trait that other maps don't have. So um, we were we had a, like a light discussion about what the potential gimmick for this ascent map could possibly be. So. Seeing that it is a map based around City of Venice, what's your opinions and what do you think the gimmick of Ascent could be? Um, I posted something that was apparently a data mined uh, top-down map uh, in the, the Valor thing. Yeah, I've I seen this image before. That, that it has come up, like actual images of it have come up, I believe in a in the background of official dev diary videos. Like when they when they did those dev diary videos on the Valorant YouTube or whatever, yeah. um, I believe they're in the back of that at times. So it seems very likely that this is going to be the new map. Um, and I don't really know as far as gimmicks. I mean, if, if it's a Venice thing, I mean, it could very easily be some kind of water or canal like maybe things going under things is going to happen more, right? Like you'll have to peek below because there will be like bridges and levels. What is that? What is that one Counter Strike map that has that tiny little tunnel that goes from, uh, like I don't, I don't even, I don't even remember. Uh, that what is the name of the map? It has this tiny, tiny little tunnel that you have to crouch Overpads, to walk under. Probably. Oh, no, no, no. Inferno. You're talking about Inferno. Mexico. That's the one. It has that one area on, <laughs> on T-side, right? It's on T-side going towards A-site, I think. Yeah, it's it goes between mid and, like, your alternate route down middle, basically. Yeah, and it's just this tiny little sewer tunnel that you have to crouch to walk underneath. It's very janky. Yeah, <laughs> but it also it also offers like headshot angles for for T side to control mid, so it like it serves a good purpose. Yeah, and it all allows rotations and stuff. So like it's there for a reason for sure. So I know that the the uh, there's an Overwatch map called Rialto, right? Which is which is uh, based off of Venice and 
the waterways with the gondolas and and whatnot and there's mm-hmm. there's a bridge that goes over a canal where there's uh in the water there's gondolas that kind of move back and forth and they act as moving platforms but if you fall in the water you die so do you think that I've there would be you've never played on that map i stopped playing overwatch yeah i believe shortly before that map came out well, did you stop playing it or did it stop working <laughs> I, stopped, no, I, I, stopped, no reason I stopped of my own volition first and then i tried to jump back in like a couple months later and uh, it told me to fuck myself and hasn't yeah. worked ever since yeah i told so you that's you quit. A, that's a time for another day um, I don't, I don't, I mean, putting water in a map on a game like this seems very odd to me, but how are you going to do like a Venice style without it? Right. But <laughs> it also gives us some context clues as far as what I have heard is that the practice range is a floating broken off piece of what is the Venice map that it will feature similar architecture and similar styles and that something cataclysmic has happened to break off that piece and put it into the air. Yeah, there are and there that, are void lines about a tragedy happening in Venice. I can't remember which character. I, it might be Jet. It was Jet. Or it, it might be, so yeah. it, it could be a post-apocalyptic Venice type where there's a lot of destruction. There's some things you have to climb across. So it has those levels, but maybe the water element and the insta-death is not there because I feel like that that would just make a game like that. There would be too much water gimmick play. Well, right? that, that's what I was going to ask. Do you think that if there are, if, there, if the gimmick of the map is going to be a water, like a canal with gondolas that act as moving platforms, right? If that's the gimmick of the map, do you think that they would add the ability to fall in the water and die i feel like that seems too much for a game like valorant where you have one life per round there are places in cs where you can like fall off the map and die if you just aren't paying attention so that's definitely a thing that exists um it might be more interesting to somehow have a system where like you can ride a gondola in this case to a certain part of the map but like to reach the gondola you have to do like a an air strafe jump you there's there's some kind of skill component to it where if you are able to reach the gondola it brings you to a vantage point on the map maybe like a sniper's nest or something Hmm. like i have no idea you know? that, that could be but, a way to rebalance bad characters like Jet and Omen who have hmm. teleport and ranged movement abilities. Yeah, I don't know. Whereas uh, other characters, like you could get there if you're Rays, if you're Omen, if you're Jet, but if you're like Viper, then probably not, right? So that could be cool. Elevating worse characters through a map though does not seem like the way to balance a character so no, i'm we're not talking about character character balance though we're just talking about map gimmick yeah i'm looking at the the image that you posted of the the um the in-game version of like, the map i almost feel like the way to go about it and like they'll have to figure out 
how to make it make sense in terms of lore and stuff. But I feel like maybe the way to go about it is to have like set times during the round at which certain passageways on the map are flooded with water and you can't go through them. Hmm. You know? But that and would it, also... kind of goes along with the lore of like, oh, the Venice is like breaking apart and so certain parts of it are fucked up. I don't know. What if it's a... I was going to say, what if it's a decay across the entire term of that's the That's possible, round? yeah, yeah. That's a very battlefield type thing, though. I think that's what, pretty right? cool, though, because then it's like, if you're aware of the map gimmick, you know, you can use that information to be like, okay, well, they can't come down this lane towards the end of the round, so we only have to watch this and this. So you're saying parts of the map break off or are essentially unaccessible throughout the course of a round? Yeah. Huh. I, I think... Well, I mean... What if it's the opposite? Like. What if it's a rush preventer that certain parts of the map are flooded at the start and you need to do something to unflood them? Ooh. And then that will mean... Okay, you're not going to be able to rush, but if you guys play this right and you do this one thing or however it works... Then you can access this part that gets you like from A to B really quick. Right, right. But as as the as the round goes on, more options become available, and more angles have to be watched. Huh. Exactly. That, because these that, are these are interesting ideas. If it was the opposite, I would not like it because that would just promote rushing every time, and that would just become like a fool's errand. But I feel like if they're doing something where you have to do something or if you have to wait a certain amount of time before something opens up, then that makes a more complex game as it goes on rather than, well, it's simple. We just rush this or we fake the rush and go this other way. And then whatever happens, happens. And we either win or we lose. There always has to be the ability to, to complete a round to like plant the bomb to plant the spike and finish around on attack that way from the very start of of the of the round though there you, you, there can't be so much um so much blocked off from the beginning where it doesn't where it is physically impossible to plant the spike and win around until like a certain amount of time into the the map right or uh, into the round yeah, I I kind of agree. I think, that's, I think that's the role of utility, is to stop rushes, yeah. you know? It, it could also be something where it's either a slow, right? Like low water, but maybe it makes a sound or something like that, right? And then it becomes no water by the end. It drains. There's a drain mechanic or something. Or something where it's like, well, if you have these particular ability types, you can get through it very quickly. But if you don't have these movement ability types, then you're probably not going to want to go that way just yet because something else will happen. So if we're talking about changes in the map as it goes along, maybe. But I also don't know exactly how much Riot's going to tinker with that. I still but. think that the most likely scenario is that there are going to be moving platforms and that's the gimmick, right? Because so far, out of the three maps that we do have, none of the gimmicks are are so... So, so let's, let's let's make a distinction because I I think it's worth doing between like 
I don't know, maybe we'll call it like hard gimmicks versus soft gimmicks because I feel like maps like Bind are a hard gimmick where the gimmick is the teleporter and yeah. it doesn't move. It's in the same location every round and it's super obvious when you use it. Right. Right. And like that is the crux of the map. Yeah, you but need to play there's... around the teleporters. So the idea of the map is it doesn't have any mid lane. It just has teleporters that get you from A to B very right. quickly. It's basically a copy of the bomb site twice next to each other. And you right. use the teleporters to get to either side of each two lane site. Yes. Very interesting. I like the map design a lot. Um, whereas Split is kind of a soft gimmick, right? The gimmick is essentially, I think, like ropes room and sewers yeah and the fact that each site each site only has one one way to access it from each side right there's a there's a mid but usually like on bind we were just talking about there's two ways to access a and two ways to access b there's b long b short a short and a long or showers whatever you want to call it right whereas on bind both sites a and b only have one lane Right, to get into them point that you have to go through or you go through mid right and then ropes room is kind of the gimmick to me because that allows you to get from middle to uh, you can go to either side's heaven right and split the bomb site through two sides that way yeah but i feel like that somehow is fundamentally different than having teleporters on the map because like you can be silent going through it you know yeah. it's not like it's not as obvious of the yeah. gimmick as having teleporters on the map is right and i feel like haven is another s soft gimmick map in that the gimmick is three bomb sites it's not yeah. something that is like super jarring that happens in the middle of the round right it's it's constant and it's relatively simple and it's up to you how you play around in the map um and that's all to say that i think Venice is going to be a hard gimmick map where the gimmick is super obvious and if you use it in the round it's super obvious uh, you know I, uh, I have no I'm, idea what the gimmick's going to be but I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say the gimmick is not water based or canal based uh, it's either going to be some type of I think it's going to be based on elevation and what I mean by that is it's either going to have two or three distinct levels. Perhaps a bottom tier, like a sewers, but like a dedicated, you can get from like one map side to the other sewers lane, mm -hmm. a mid-tier like kind of base level lane, and like a pure like scaffolding type heaven that like multiple battle zones and points of engagement through tiers that's what i'm thinking venice will be to lend to kind of that post-apocalyptic type but, with... but we already have the mini map image right so is there anything we can glean from that like in terms of like i don't know what a lot of these dots are or how they represent but they could be right. stairs right yeah they, they could, could be stairs they could stairs, be, they could be walls, avenues they could be... for elevation changes like you're saying yeah so and there could be other stuff that's not on the map that is still present that's just you can't show it on a single 2d plane right i think it was with the valorant announcement 
trailer or teaser or whatever you want to call it that there are moments that actually take place on ascent on the map ascent and well there's one particular moment oh ascent you go up yeah oh very true um elevation but there, there is a moment in this uh this animation that they released where you see jet i think it is jump over a canal from one bridge it's like a small bridge to another and you see her kind of leap over it so that that is something that leads me to believe that there are going to be these maybe waterways or you know something or other that i i feel like they would have to have moving platforms because not every character has the ability to jump that far right only jet maybe raise so what i what i'm thinking is that there are going to be these waterways with probably gondolas as moving platforms that you need to cross to get from one side to the other and i i don't think it's going to be something as in it, something as um intense as having it be the only way you can cross over through mid or 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 maybe right. it is the only way you can cross over through mid but not like the only lane you can take to get from one bomb site to the other or something like that right but there is going to be these areas in the map that you can utilize that have these moving platforms to get from any spot to another spot and that 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 is the the main reason that animation that leads me to believe that that is what the gimmick of the map is going to be. So I'm looking at something else from the R slash Valorant, and alongside that is actually a more detailed version that shows Raptors, Boat Shop, Mild Mall or Mid Mall, Mid Top, Mild Mall. I think I, I Air, Tower Alley. Um, the mid bottom a sewer. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that shows different levels on this rendering. Yeah, and I mean it, it is called ascent, right? Yeah. So that seems very interesting. Yeah, it seems like there's a lot. There's a vent, ramps, sewers. There's there's everything. It seems as though ascent will be both an ascension and a descension type map. Could be. But either way, I think that's a good spot to end the episode for the night, right? That was our longest one so far, I think. That was a lot to cover. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'm excited. We have, right, it's not too much longer. I, I don't think that there there's no official release date yet for the official launch of Valorant, but they said summer and the release will depend varying on what the state of the beta is by summertime. Right, it could be early summer, could be a little bit later if they think it's not ready yet. But either way, hopefully, it's summertime, and we get to finally see what kind of characters they're willing to put in, what wacky abilities they're willing to try out in a game like this, and what the new map is going to be. Oh yeah. But either way, uh, before we go, let's just do social media again real quick uh nick you can start this time twitch.tv slash major blue 13 i believe uh i don't really use twitter or like instagram or anything else so cool 
Yeah, I also don't really use social media a whole lot, but I do have a Twitch channel that I also don't use a whole lot, but maybe I will sometime soon. It's uh, twitch.tv slash silentmartyr. That's S-Y-L-3-N-T underscore M-4-R-T-Y-R. I made it up when I was 12. I thought it sounded cool. <laughs> I think it's cool. I enough to switch it. So. <laughs> Dude, it slaps. Don't even ever apologize again. Um, I'm flood underscore 33 and you can find me here at this twitch channel at flood uh, twitch.tv slash flood underscore 33 and my twitter is tm underscore flood um we'll put all of our like we always do we'll put all of our social media in the youtube description along with all of the other places you can find and listen to the podcast so thank you very much for listening and we will see you next time peace out bye-bye